0: Welcome to the worst year ever.
3: We'll get through
4: Welcome to the worst year ever, the podcast that started <laughs> three minutes and eighteen seconds ago. Um, <laughs> we talk about like the news and shit. What do we do? What do we do? Katie, what is our job? Who we are talk we? about
1: the news and shit. We and talk about the news and shit. I got Katie, that right. Katie, Cody, and, and Robert.
4: All right. All right. You know, right. it's
1: unclear what our purview is. We set out with a specific goal. That goal was quickly squashed, and it became something else. And mm-hmm. here we are, We're well past the original worst year ever, but mm-hmm. a new and, and and exciting worst year ever. It's also um,
3: unclear if uh, the episode did start uh, three or four minutes
4: ago, not or clear. if it started now, I don't know. I don't care. Oh, it's we been going. It's been done. Started, Cody.
1: We done did it.
4: We done and did here it. Here we go, Cody. Why don't you uh,
1: Why don't you introduce our guests for? First today?
4: of all, America's back, baby. Yes, America
3: <laughs> is back, baby. It's about uh, we're not going <laughs> to talk, uh, <laughs> <laughs> talk about that. We're not talking about that today. Uh, I did that for Sophie. I hope it uh, was it. I was didn't worth it, like Cody. it. It
1: felt dirty.
3: Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um today, uh we were going to talk about this last week actually in our little hodgepodge episode of uh Catching Katie Up on the News. Yeah. Um but we felt we wanted to give it a little more time uh and so we're doing that now. That's what we're doing today. Um and with us to discuss this is uh Lance from the uh comedy uh stream sketch duo The Surfs. Is that
2: actor.
5: Thank thank you very much for having me. It's uh, it's an absolute pleasure and an honor to be here.
1: Hey, Cody, you did a really good job on that intro. I'm proud of you. Small note, you didn't specify what it is we're having. Well, well, we're going
0: to get to to that. It's it's a surprise. It's all
3: part of the illusion.
4: (laughs) I have some, some good news from the internet before we get into things. Oh, the, the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire just uh, announced that it's it's starting a crusade to legalize child labor, which Saw I'm very that, yeah. excited
1: about. Wow, I mean, wow, I've
4: been wow! Pro child labor for a long <laughs> time. Libertarian Speaking party of the age mm-hmm. talking about
3: ages. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this what is an appropriate age for things?
1: Long been one of uh, Robert's causes, so I'm I'm thrilled for you, man. I think Fucking
4: if you're hell. in if you're in the upper ten percent of the income bracket, your kid should have to work in a coal mine. <laughs>
3: See, when and I... live
4: in the coal yeah, mine. Sure. You don't get to keep them. Like they become the mine's property. Yeah, school in the mine. <laughs> home in mm-hmm. the. Mines. Or the canaries. <laughs> they they could can be the canaries. They can be the canaries. You can do whatever you want yep. with them. They're basically slaves. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yes, well, we canary.
1: Well, when Robert said uh, good news from the internet, I thought he was going <laughs> to tell us that we all can now confirm that Jeff Bezos looks terrible in a cowboy hat.
3: Oh no! Uh, was there uh, actually any not- doubt about Trump cut that? COVID a second time and now he's dead?
1: Um. (laughs) any number of possibilities came through my head
3: (laughs) who knows uh my favorite thing about that uh that libertarian uh uh Child labor tweet is that you can see Gary Johnson replies to it and he's like well, I don't know guys come on uh, and like everyone's mostly supporting uh, Johnson there but it's it's it reminds me of that one clip from the, their debate where they talk about uh, <laughs> talk about needing licenses? a line driver's license and the guy's like what I needed uh, one for my toaster and Gary Johnson's like I don't know I think it's reasonable to ask for some sort of proficiency when you're operating a motor vehicle and this is a crowd of boos. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> that was the best because that's unironically the thing I agree with about libertarians. No driver's licenses, mandatory cars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I have no notes. No In notes. That's what I was going to say. It will reduce carbon <laughs> emissions because there will be less living drivers after about six weeks.
1: I mean, there's a positive mm-hmm. spin. Is that? Yeah. It's not eco fashion.
3: A lot some, of things are going to
4: spin, Katie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. This so, really is setting the tone for our conversation.
3: <laughs> I disagree with you completely. I, um, I do too. I, I
1: disagree. <laughs> and, and none of our listeners could see the face I made, which was a huge, huge cringe. Okay, Cody, um, do it. Let us do talk it.
3: about what we're actually talking about today. Um, okay. So uh, I believe last week, um, a mass grave was found of uh, children um, at a, uh, a residential school in uh, mm-hmm. Canada. Um, and, uh, there's a long history of this and the, the, just the school system in Canada. We've had, we had some in America too. Um, and, uh, it's just sort of an ongoing issue. And this is, um, it's <laughs> the fact that they found this is wild and it's just like the tip of the iceberg. It seems that there would, there are going to be, there are many more throughout the the country um but uh lance i don't know if you want to sort of just jump set right us in up and, here. Mm-hmm. yeah
5: oh well wow. you you have just set us up for the uh the greatest premise of comedy ever right this is yeah, be, yeah yeah this is uh, this is yeah. what we call it gonna be a know, light one yeah rule of three uh, oh.
3: this is two and so the third surely will be <laughs>
5: um yeah i i don't even know where to start with this one i i think it's um it's it's really sad that this is something that has suddenly awoken i think the world Mm -hmm. to this but anyone who is well aware or part of the indigenous communities in canada uh and i grew up with an indigenous mother who i guess tried to make me familiar with these kind of things knows that this is this is absolutely no surprise this is one of 139 schools so this is you know this is school one of 139 that most likely have a fuck ton of mass graves uh, of children. Unfortunately, this one wasn't even uh, dug up. It's not as if they they dug up the remains and found a whole bunch of like little baby skeletons. This was a satellite imagery photo that allowed them to see that that was down there. But the, I mean, uh, there's no way to, to talk about this without this going uh, really tragic from the get go. Um, the majority of the families of those kids were told that their kids had ran away. Um, so, anyone who's not familiar with the residential school system in Canada, and I'll try to get into it a bit. That that is what most of the the Indigenous families were told uh, is that their kids just ran away, when in fact they were uh, effectively murdered uh, through this program.
2: And this um, program
1: was... was going on for how long? It, since it was it, this is a long-standing program. I would love to dig into a little bit of the history here because I think yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah.
5: No, no, absolutely. So uh, how much do y'all know about the father of Canada, Sir John A. MacDonald?
4: Yeah, a bit. We we did a Bastards episode on the residential schools. um, And he was, uh, I remember, a a cool dude. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sir John A. MacDonald, right? So He's got to be. Yeah, he's the guy who made burgers in Canada. Yeah. (laughs)
5: Yeah um so sir john a mcdonald which uh, y'all y'all of the the yankee doodle variety y- you guys have had a problem for a little while with uh, with tearing statues down i i've, I've heard mm, that's mm-hmm. that's an offensive thing for for americans to do to try and mm-hmm. abolish their history uh, well, yeah. we, well we
3: need to we need reminders of all of our historical monsters out in public uh, yeah constantly. that's
4: for why us to
1: celebrate
4: that's yeah. why there's uh, a giant Hitler statue right next door to my house so that I can yeah. look out and go, oh, yeah, that was a bad idea.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if we don't have we don't have these statues out in public, then we won't uh, learn from mm-hmm. uh, these right. lessons in this history, um, which we've we've done because of the statues are there. We're yeah. All of at, the um, learning we've done right, will stop mm-hmm. when we yeah, exactly
1: forget the statues anyway we've done that as a tangent bit um
5: <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, I, well i was i was gonna say we're joking but didn't marjorie taylor green actually say that out loud yeah, recently probably something something to the effect that like you know i i need to have a hitler statue so i can teach my children about all the bad things he did. <laughs> <What>? that's
1: <laughs> super not surprised yeah. if she did
3: i know like i just mean we're doing it as a bit but that's that's a, that's a real thing so that was said many out things out loud oh my god i know it's
1: hard yeah. to do bits these days Mm.
5: it just is <laughs> <laughs> so anyways uh with sir with sir john a that that's been a long-standing thing here obviously in canada where you know their statues of him are being covered in blood but uh for good reason uh because he was an absolute monster uh he's he's considered the father of this country in the sense that he uh he united what was once uh, a major corporation the hudson bay company used to actually own the majority of what we now mm. call canada mm. um bay, he actually right? Yeah, the Hudson yeah. Bay Company, which was exclusively used, I think, mainly for fur trading. Uh, that, was, that was a big part in the inception in Canada. Uh, anyways, uh, he was a genocidal maniac who was uh, more concerned with uh, the mass starvation of Indigenous people and was also one of the fathers and architects of the residential school system in Canada, which from its inception, the purpose of it was to, quote, remove the Indian from within. So the idea was that they would take all these children, they would put them into residential schools and effectively remove their language, their culture, their history, uh, their religion, uh, their names, everything uh, to try and make them more Aryan, uh, to try and make them more white and pure uh, as, as a method of, I guess, not even culturally erasing them, but effectively erasing what they deemed to be uh. I don't know of a nice way to put this. I'm sorry, this entire episode is gonna be so dark. There's not gonna be a, a lot of yeah. a lot of comedy here. Not the
1: entire um is what yeah.
3: it is. Uh we have uh we had uh the I think the most famous one here is the Carlisle uh in Indian Industrial School. Um yeah. here where uh uh it was just that. It was to erase the them, erase them, um, and basically sort of assimilate them like, well, you have to learn how to uh talk this way you gotta learn how to do this you gotta learn how to do this you gotta stop e- ignore like forget everything um that you grew up with here's uh how you have to act um mm-hmm. and it is just ethnic cleansing that's what it is it's yeah disgusting.
4: and it also i mean they just uh, this same year stories came out that industrial schools in ireland were found with um mm-hmm. mass graves in them um mm-hmm. it's uh there's like a lot that's wrapped up in this a lot of cool catholic church mm-hmm. shit too hmm yeah. Kill, uh, uh, the, the, kill
3: the Indian, save the man
4: was their yeah. phrase. Similar to, yeah.
1: What you're saying. In Ireland,
3: what?
4: Uh, no, 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 then. No, no the the other other part,
3: the school, school was kill the Indian. Save I was the like,
1: man. wait a minute. Yes. Whoa, 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 here. Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, similar
5: things in Australia as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar programs were, were enacted there. Um, What they effectively were doing in Canada is they were literally taking children from their mother's arms uh, and uh, ripping them from their families and then forcibly putting them into these schools, sometimes for uh, a year, sometimes for multiple years, where the children were indoctrinated uh, to be able to uh, effectively erase uh, their language, their names. Uh, They were actually given uh, sometimes uh, serial numbers as names uh, instead of their actual uh, given Aboriginal names or Indigenous names. Um, and effectively in these programs, uh, they were systematically tortured, um, both uh, physically uh, as well as sexually. There's thousands upon thousands of cases of kids uh, experiencing sexual abuse and torture uh, uh, under these schools. And the I, I mean, I don't know if there's any way to characterize which was one of the worst aspects of this. But time and time again, it would seem that these children um, were effectively unable to return to, to normal life. I mean, the, the, the level of trauma that was experienced mm-hmm. both to the families and then intergenerationally to, to, you know, the, 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 uh, the offspring um, still has not had any way of um, I'd say uh, settling itself within, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the Canadian sphere. I, I don't know where you would really want to start in terms of, uh, you know, the history of these schools themselves. Um, if, if you wanted like if you wanted a jumping off point uh, they, they they effectively were were um, utilized on a, a mass level uh, since like you know the early I think 1889 was one of the mm-hmm. first ones that was established uh, they were effectively started by the Catholic Church itself and then they got taken over by the federal government to Canada and then effectively it was just the government of Canada that was enacting these. these uh, around the 60s was what became known as the 60s coop in Canada in which uh, the government of Canada was uh, ramping up this entire system uh, to which the numbers became uh, absolutely abhorrent around that time where you're literally taking thousands and thousands of kids uh, from their families to put into these schools.
1: And these programs lasted until, I mean, I read somewhere in mid nineties, 1996 was when
5: 1996. the last one closed down. Yeah. That's
1: uh shockingly recent.
5: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, uh, You know how Canada is always associated with hockey. I think the last time we won the Stanley Cup was
4: '93. So, yeah. So Texas has won it more frequently. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately. Um, So yeah,
5: '96. It's one of those things where people like to talk about this as if it's uh, it's something that happened long ago. but one of the reasons that I, hopefully we can explore the concepts of, of land back and stuff like that a little bit later, because I know a lot of people on the left seem to sometimes obfuscate uh, the land back movement with uh, people saying, like, go back to Europe or something like that. right? The, the, like, I, I wouldn't mind clarifying that a little bit. Um, but when it comes to the specifics uh, of this program and the ongoing genocide of Indigenous peoples in Canada, it's still ongoing which is what I really try to stress to people, mm-hmm. like uh, especially in like in, in BC alone uh, this year, it came out that indigenous kids are getting IUDs forcibly inserted into them. Uh, I'm talking girls as young as like 10 years old mm-hmm. are getting IUDs. I mean, that's, that's effectively eugenics, right? Like if, if you wanted to define it, and actually- forcibly inserting
1: something into uh, a child is also assault. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a whole program of forced sterilization. I mean, I guess you can call it that program, but I feel like some of what I've read about that is is incredibly recent, you know, and trying to force. I've read one story of an indigenous woman in Canada had five children or whatever, and then the doctor forced her to, you know, have a hysterectomy while she yep. was after she gave birth to her child uh, against. her Yeah, wife.
3: which is like, yeah. du- like just like doubly like sadistic just like right after you have the child to like do this mm-hmm. other it's it's, it's it's nazi procedure. shit right like yeah you know, it's nazi yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's
5: straight up nazi shit uh it was it was 2008 when a class action lawsuit was launched in saskatchewan where hundreds of indigenous women came forward to say that exactly what you're talking about that was such a such a systemic problem they were actually being told by the uh the provincial governments of canada under our public health care system that they had to undergo uh, force hysterectomies or stuff of that nature, uh, just receive healthcare.
3: Mm-hmm. So, uh,
5: it, it's an ongoing issue when, when people talk about, you know, the genocide of indigenous peoples in this country.
4: I'm assuming there's an element, cause I get, I, we just did, uh, some coverage of the industrial schools in Ireland, which, you mm-hmm. know, that, that mostly stopped by the mid nineties, um, there, but one of the things that they started doing from the fifties on was, um, The Catholic Church would take babies from parents and adopt them out for money. And so it was both Mm. like it was like a child trafficking thing. And I'm assuming like that there was some some effort similar to that to like get kids out of their homes and and make a profit on it at the same time.
5: Yeah, I mean, capitalism does play an element to this. Uh, I, I'm sure we can't talk about this without at some point bringing that up. That was that was obviously a big issue for um, uh, John A. Macdonald, for, for example. He was he was seen as what was quote the the nation builder. Um, you know, obviously a, a big man to to fight against uh, strike movements and, and stuff like that. Um, the profit element obviously comes into this as well if we're talking about how the the initial. Fur trade itself uh, was part of the actual birth uh, of the the country known as Canada today. But I think the most important thing when exploring the residential school system in Canada, and especially one that is probably used for other countries, um, is is to look at it as as something that was done um, with such intent and purpose, especially it came from the government itself, right? Like we're talking about the federal government of Canada effectively Enacting a, a policy that had so many—I um, mean, if you want to add morality, to this just evil elements to it that 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 would not only try to erase uh, indigenous heritage, culture, language, all that kind of stuff, but was also effectively uh, just tearing families apart from from you know their their roots.
4: Yeah, I mean, it. There's this this thing you keep seeing in the coverage of it where it's like you know this is a a, a dark moment for Canada. Um, as if it's not a thing that runs throughout the entire history of the country. Like, it's not a a dark moment. It's woven into the fabric of the nation.
1: Us, too, here. Yeah. And there has been no real reckoning with the fact that this is and has been and continues to be, especially in these situations, genocide, cultural genocide, however you want to phrase it. I think it's interesting. This is from the New York Times that I saw. Like, you mentioned this is— a couple times it's been mentioned. This isn't news. This is an, a known thing that these children have been missing. Um, and I thought this was interesting from New York Times. Mr. Trudeau said the government will heed calls from indigenous leaders for money and other help to use radar and various technologies to search for the remains of students at other schools. In 2019, he budgeted $27 million Canadian dollars to look for graves, but the money was not distributed. So, I mean, that was just like, I was like, excuse me, wait a minute. So you've known this to be a problem for long enough that you've had this conversation, not you, the leaders, as they would be, as they, whoever they're around this time. (laughs) Yeah, come on, Lance.
2: I'm sorry. You've
1: even budgeted money for this, but it never got distributed. So what's your priority here? Where's, where's the fire to uh, deal with this? You know? Right. Answer uh, for them, Lance. Well, because calling it a th- <laughs> you
3: know, this dark this dark moment, uh, aside from again, like it was an explicit uh program uh woven th- into the the nation for decades and decades and decades and decades. Um, oh, the, the
5: Indian Act is still a part of Canadian like uh legislator. Like it still r- exists. Right. Yeah. Like
3: there's no yeah. uh if for it to be like a dark moment, you you would uh show shame and like repentance and like and uh and repeal these things and uh Maybe don't forget that you said you like spend a few million dollars in 2019. Um,
1: <laughs> also, 27 million. Come on. Yeah, but exactly, but still yeah. use the money.
5: I, uh, yeah, I, I have a lot of things to say about uh, Justin Trudeau. I mean, first off, we, we have to acknowledge that he is the first black prime minister of Canada. So yeah, that,
4: that <laughs> historic <laughs> historic. He's yeah, working yeah. in
1: the comedy. It's good.
4: <laughs> there was that fun year where we just ca- every month another politician somewhere in North America would would have photos of them doing blackface came out that yeah. was like that simpler wild? times yeah it just kept yeah. happening like it yeah. just yeah. kept happening <laughs> it was a, you
6: know.
5: <laughs> yeah in, in america fact. especially yeah
4: mm-hmm.
6: yeah
5: no that was wild well the thing with uh justin trudeau and, and this whole issue is that i'm sure a lot of you knows as americans how like performatively woke he is right mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm
4: like We've that, that's seen always
3: many of the photos and Yeah, in the yes. early Trump years <laughs> yeah. a
4: lot of Americans were like, ah, oh, if only we had a president like that who would say nice things and then I I not right. have about that. Right, I mean we were everyone politics. was desperate for just like, we just need a nice boy. We need desperate a nice young desperate man brunch. to desperate say the nice
3: things.
1: Um, and he cleans um, up so well.
4: He's got, you know what he has? Oh, is yeah. He has real strong Jacob Frey energy. As the <laughs> the <laughs> Minneapolis mayor. Yeah, yeah. yes, absolutely. Oh, sure. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's got boy looking. boy mayor energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, the
5: the thing about Trudeau when it came to all this though is that he right now is doing obviously like he's he's kneeling, he's crying on oh, camera, sure. he's he's yeah. going to the graves, all that kind of stuff. Uh it should be mentioned that he has spent over a hundred million dollars fighting survivors of residential schools in court. There it is. A hundred million dollars more than his predecessor. Uh, uh, what is it, Stephen Harper, the one who's well known as being a Canadian piece of shit conservative? Uh, mm-hmm. The again, the 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 performatively woke prime minister of Canada has been an absolute shitbag when it comes to this stuff behind the scenes.
3: Of course,
1: you're right. Yeah, that, that, it, that really really did need lot to of be Canadian said. Canadian money. Yeah.
5: Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's yeah. what like twenty. 20 million American or something. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so so that in and of itself, like, should tell you something about how the government actually treats this. There is what is called the, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission of Canada. And I do have to put forward that, you know, uh, the government as of recently has been doing a little bit more in terms of trying to investigate this kind of stuff and trying to bring some light to it. But at the same time, it is uh, in in of itself like it, it, it is very performative. If you are doing that, while at the same time actively battling residential school survivors in court to make sure they don't have their day, um, absolutely,
3: yeah, yeah, that's like on its face, it's like so you don't believe any of the, literally any of the things you're saying, um, yeah,
4: no, I mean absolutely, that's, that's like the the traditional liberal line is you talk about yeah. how horrible the conservatives are, and then you do the same thing but more so, but you're you're quiet about it. Mm-hmm. exactly so you you it's, kneel in public and you spend a hundred million dollars in court uh and it's
3: the illusion
4: of civility yeah the illusion saying. of civility it's actually completely uncivil what
3: they do but they say it nicely
4: <laughs> yeah uh
5: like the, that part has been ridiculous there there is some like there is some good news i'll obviously try to steer maybe the end of this to some some hopium instead of just saying quite so dark but sure uh, You know, when it comes to Trudeau's treatment of this, I mean, he has tried to call out the Catholic Church and their complicity in this entire ordeal, and um, that that is bringing right now a pretty funny scenario in which, I don't know if you saw recently, the Pope yesterday uh, had to give uh, a proclamation of... Uh, you know, we we are sorry. Uh, well, actually, sorry. Are bad? Should be, right. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I should Whoopsie. be completely clear here. He didn't. He didn't even apologize. He said we feel we feel sorrow for the Canadian people, and I was like, sir, that is so rich, so rich, because the Canadian people were the ones running the schools, right? Like at the very least, please say like,
3: right? That's I, not even you know. like.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well,
3: it's guys, I'm minimum. so sorry they had to run those schools. I'm so
1: sorry. You don't so know sorry. what he was apologizing for. He feels <laughs> sorrow that you guys got caught.
5: Mm-hmm. right yeah it felt like one of those bad breakups where the person's like i'm sorry that you feel bad about oh this. i hate that. Yeah. get out of yeah. here with that
1: bullshit i hear your pain we the Fuck catholic you. church are listening and
4: right. you don't like mass graves for your children this is important for me to note down i'm gonna write this and i'm gonna bury it in the vatican basement so we don't forget
1: for posterity right. yes
5: not like not that I should be surprised. I mean, he is basically running cover for the largest pedophile ring in history. So yeah. obviously, I, I wasn't you know going to expect much. But that that certainly made for a, a pretty hilarious moment. And now there's this whole Spider-Man meme of all of them calling each other out, where the the Catholic Church is like, "Well, this is unfair for Canadians to to posture and point the finger at us." When it was the federal government who was doing it. And, and to be honest, it's both. Well, you're, right, you're, they're you're, both you're, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you both have blood in your hands.
3: Um, but like, also like the audacity of like the Canadian government being like, the Pope must apologize. Like, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> Did he make you do this? What? Welcome to the
0: worst year ever. We'll get
2: okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.
0: Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring.
1: You mentioned wanting to talk about the land back movement, uh, and I'd love sure. to to hear a bit about what's going on there. Okay, so uh, or a lot. History- it doesn't have to be a bit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No.
5: Absolutely. Uh, I think this is something that, uh, unfortunately, like you know, as, as I'm sure all of you are probably terminally online, like myself, um, mm-hmm. you, you probably see all all the leftist discourse that's constantly. Uh, You know, mutating and evolving. And and I found one thing that a lot of people on the left seem to kind of stumble over is the idea of land back as if it's somehow like, have we not moved past that idea that we are supposed to have nation states and and why did they want to have their own independent nation state? Can we all just not work together kind of concepts like this? Uh, And I try to put this in context the, the history of Indigenous people, and especially them in relation to both the Canadian and the American governments, is a lot of treaties that were signed on the behalf of what we now call like colonizers, right? Um, the, the people who originally colonized Indigenous land would sign treaties with Indigenous peoples that would say, uh, you have autonomy over this own selective piece of land or plot of land, you are allowed to rule this uh, as an independent nation. And at the same time, we will have a partnership in which we are allowed to live in this area, and we will have an exchange of goods and services, and we will help each other out. That what is in what is typically in writing, and these treaties still exist today. However, they're never honoured on the other side. And as we go along through history, we'll find that there's more and more cases, whether it's residential schools, whether it's just outright uh, genocidal actions, uh, whether it's forcing people to live on reserves and reservations in, in like the concept of reservations and reserves in both the United States and Canada is you're taking a whole bunch of indigenous cultures who had separate languages uh separate cultures separate separate religions and you're forcing them to exist in a small plot of land together and expect them not to have any kind of uh, problems with that, not not to fight each other, not, not to have any kind of like uh, interactions and factions. On top of all this, if you were introducing things like residential schools where you're literally taking their kids away from them, where they are raped and murdered, is it any surprise to anyone that there's incredibly high rates of drug addiction, incredibly okay. high rates of suicidal ideation, incredibly high rates of alcoholism, right? Exactly what you would expect from this. So on top of that, we fast forward to today where now these indigenous cultures are saying, you promised us this like autonomy. You promised us to have the right to, to self-govern. We want that. And so we are going to battle you in court. And so in the case of Canada, there's been a bunch of Supreme Court battles in which they have effectively won because it's in writing, right? Like you have originally signed a treaty with us saying that we have the, the autonomous control over our own land and they're getting their land back. That's what the land back movement is asking for. It's not saying every single white Canadian get the fuck off and go back right, to Europe. That's, right. that's not it at all. It's, it's basically at its surface, stop genociding us, please. Yeah. Right. Like that's, that's effectively what the land back movement is asking for uh, and, and allow us to have autonomy over our own, our own nation states again.
1: Yeah. Um, I, as you were talking, I wanted I, here in the States, um, our indigenous communities have been hit incredibly hard by COVID. Um, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, There has been truly devastating loss of elders and and leaders in those communities. And and I'm curious uh, what that situation has been like in um, Canada.
5: Uh very Less similar. So
1: problem. Uh, very similar. I was gonna assume Canada did a better job than we did in so, general. so okay.
5: So so good news. Uh at the end of this, yes. Uh it's a it's a dot dot dot. All right. So it'll be a dot 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 but. Um, but but uh unfortunately in Canada, just like in the United States, like what did COVID really show to all of us, right? It really uh, exemplified, And I think it was good because it radicalized a lot of our friends, you might have liberal friends, sure. you know, have been pushed for the left, how we stratify society, how how we actually classify society. So anyone who is a frontline worker, you most likely were disproportionately going to be someone of color, right? You're going to be someone who's uh, Latin A, uh, you're going to be someone who is uh, black, someone who's indigenous. Uh, and as a result of that, you probably were exposed uh, to COVID more uh, than you would have had otherwise. So those uh, disproportionate high rates of, of deaths are experienced in those categories for those reasons. So it really shows you under capitalism mm-hmm. how we actually literally stratify ourselves based on race, something that isn't real, right? We That's how we classify human beings. So that's nice. Uh, the good news is in Canada, um, when we started our COVID vaccination programs, as well as uh, you know our treatment, uh, there was prioritization immediately for indigenous cultures Uh, Especially because in somewhere like British Columbia, where where I live, uh, up north there's a a community of indigenous people called the Haida Gwaii, and they have gorgeous, gorgeous land with beaches and all this kind of stuff, Uh, and they were very heavily hit by COVID. Uh, Because they specifically said, we do not have the infrastructure, Uh, we don't have hospitals, we don't have, uh, you know, anything that is going to be able to prevent us from really getting hit by this, please don't visit us, don't, like, you know, don't have vacationing uh, trips to the beaches here, don't do all that kind of stuff, because we will get devastated by this, and no one listened, and of Mm -hmm. course, you know, a whole bunch of, uh, you know, privileged people went over there to vacation, and it got in uh, high rates of COVID, and of course, they started experiencing high rates of death and all that kind of stuff. But the actual, um, uh, let's just say, vaccination program specifically addressed Indigenous peoples and said that they should get priority uh, based on that. So that that is a bit of good news is that uh, there there has been a very good uh, rollout for that in, in this country.
1: Well, that's something, at least I'm, I'm glad to hear it. But what you just described is yet another example of the importance of the land back movement of uh, people without their best interest at heart. Uh, Taking advantage of them and uh, the government continuing to ignore the needs, you know, the infrastructural needs that they have,
3: and then when it's over, go in and be like, "Oh, we'll we'll help now a little bit." Well, that's great.
1: <laughs> I, I, I that's wonderful. Prioritize the people that should be prioritized oh, for, for vaccination sure. purposes. But- sure, but you, yeah, for sure.
5: Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. Uh, I I completely agree with you. I'm I'm sure there's cases of like uh, cases similar to that all across uh, North America. I don't know how the rollout was in in the U.S. Like y'all seem to have such rapid uh, vaccination programs that I'm assuming Indigenous people
4: at least got. Got some kind of outreach. I don't. I don't Should know. Look how it up is in the US. stats. From what I understand, it's at least gotten somewhat better in the Southwest. Um, like the Navajo Reservation, I know initially had some pretty serious problems, um, but they organized like a significant effort to, um, to 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 deal with it. And I think they're like I'll, I'm going to double check on that. But
1: what I do know is, within the past month, I had a friend traveling uh, through you yeah. know, the Southwest and, uh, was in Navajo, uh, country and spoke with somebody. And, you know, even though people had mostly even the mask, the mask mandates, everything was still shut down. Yeah. And, uh, he got into a conversation with someone and they said, well, it's because the elders have been hit really hard. And this is the community is, you know, out of respect and out of abundance of caution that they are going, you yeah. know, taking things very, very slow in Rio they-
4: they um they outpace the rest of the nation and they at 60% of the navajo nation is fully vaccinated. Good. um and again earlier on and like they got hit pretty hard earlier on there was a yeah. pretty significant effort to you know deal with that.
3: That's really good to hear though,
4: at least.
1: Yeah. Uh, something.
4: Yeah. Again,
3: it's like after the fact. Like, okay, well, we'll we'll fix what we can, and we'll help what we can
4: now instead of doing the work up top. Yeah, a lot of stuff could have been done up top. For example, I don't know, literally anything when it started. Would've, I mean, that's a <laughs> bit of a hot take, but all right. Yeah, there's like, <laughs> there's this frustrating shit going around now too, where it's like, um, the Fauci was interviewed recently and asked, like, what would you, you know, it, it's it's now like because one of the, his emails, like early on, he was saying like, well, we don't know if it doesn't look like masks help, and this is before they knew about asymptomatic carriers and stuff. This is like February of 2020, and the journalist asked him like. Knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently? And he was like, Well, of course. Like, obviously. Like, yes. We knew nothing about a new disease. And yes, if I had all of the information about how the disease worked right when it started, of course we would have done things differently. What a dumb question.
1: Who among us, if you could look back at everything you've done? Yeah. It's like you would have changed
4: it. And somebody's like, If you could go back, would you still ram that Miata? Like, right? Like, no. w- would
5: you have worn a seatbelt in the first place? Yeah. Do you think
3: it went perfectly? Yeah. Um, aside, side question, since you're bringing it up, is there anything in his email? I've every email I, I get, I, in, it's, I it's, see from him, it's like, yeah, he said that on TV at the time.
4: No, there's nothing in there, there's nothing like damning. It's like, yeah, it was like fucked up and a difficult, like. Obviously, there's things to criticize about his role in it and his response. Yeah, he didn't do a great job. <laughs> but like, It's just like, but like yeah. Every,
3: everyone, everyone I see is like, oh, can you believe this email? And I read it like, yeah, he said that on TV. Yeah, like, that was day, like, probably. He said like, that
4: to millions of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> this is, I, I mean, if we're still in this rabbit hole, just a quick question, because I have you all here. W- what is the deal with Americans suddenly going down the Wuhan lab theory oh, as being Jesus plausible? Why, why is... And why is that happening not only uh, amongst, like, uh, liberals in America, but also, like, left-wing media? I'm seeing that pop up on, like, Rising and other, like, outlets. Because we're totally
1: is- fucked, man. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't have a better answer than... It's fucking no, no, chaos Fair. Fair. here.
4: Uh, I, I'm and I'm saci- sorry,
1: because I feel like this chaos is a contagion that's spreading everywhere. But Yeah,
4: it's just, um, you know, like, it's... It's become <clears> terrifying <throat> because, like fifty eight percent of Americans now believe that it's, like was engineered specifically. whereas the like the actual potentially credible thing involving the lab is like, well, they were going into these bat caves and getting samples of coronaviruses and there were imperfect security procedures. Well, and it's not impossible that that's how it started, which is very different from how it's being spun by like it was spun. a bio weapon. Like, no, <laughs> well, that's the thing right
3: like we're we're so down deep in the shit now that, like, like, right, like, the, okay, so we, as human beings, do science all the time, and mm-hmm. sometimes we do it poorly, and then accidents happen. Um... It's, it is being framed not just as like it was a bioweapon, but it was a bioweapon funded by Fauci himself. Yeah. Or and Bill made, Gates. And they, and they, and they made that's, that's this the so that it could get. get out. And then it'll be like a global pandemic. And then they're going to convince everybody to wear masks and obey because, because, because in a world – uh we're like there's no fucking privacy and facial recognition software the all the governments want people to wear masks that makes complete sense yes. we're we're all the, on board the with one that, right? thing
4: you can say like, about the coronavirus is it was good for all of the governments yeah they, they love they, they they loved are... it they loved it
3: and like and then like and then they're going to and then so then and then the, the big the big thing then after they've created this global bioweapon together then they're going to do a vaccine and they're going to make so sure that people get that vaccine because there's something in there that they, 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 you don't want yeah. in you.
1: I I and, hate, But like I we give vaccines time. to people
3: every fucking day all the time. Put I, have, I have a little bit. of a microchip I, in the flu vaccine. Sorry, Katie. In Go. the last
1: month, I've met a lot of people, really wonderful people who truly have concerns about the origin of this. And, uh, you know, and there's been deep fakes. There's been lots of stuff circulating of Bill Gates saying XYZ about how he's mm-hmm. going to make money off of, you know, the all the deaths in India and shit like that. And it's really, 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 really hard to convince somebody to change their mind at this point. And it's chaos. It's just really hard. So, like, yeah. yes, all that stuff about frustrating stuff is true but at the end of the day it's also really tragic it's really a huge divide that i don't i don't know
3: yeah, oh no, how we fix and, yeah, as, and i try like to push back truth right like
1: you know and i push if i try to talk about it in conversations and like just try to use reason i mean there is truth their wuhan lab had security issues like sure. health and safety issues that donald trump had been alerted to like eight months before i can't remember the time frame but it's like what, what, very what's clear the correlation
5: my... with that and fauci though i don't understand how that connects to...
1: fauci i'm not sure i'm not sure he gets wrapped up with bill well, gates the N- and it's the because NIH, he, uh, an idea that he has an investment in
3: the vaccine funding came from the nih okay and that's being framed i've seen people literally say like fauci funded wuhan's research like well, that's so just I. madness I like right, the NIH gave some funding, and that doesn't mean they're making a bioweapon to start this gl- a hoax of a pan- That's what it always
1: comes <laughs> down to is it's like do you think people would create a bioweapon against themselves, you know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that like threatens their families and life. And I guess it comes down to p- the idea of population control. I don't know. It's
4: not doing know. that. It's, it's barely not- killed anyone when you compare it to like the global population. It has not done a population control. Um it's the destabilized world don't economies. Worry. I don't I don't see how that would
5: be to the benefit of China
4: because like yeah. everyone depends on them for well, global commerce. Is. All of these like, rich people who are supposedly responsible don't get to do their vacations anymore. Like they yeah. like flying places, they <laughs> like going to a <laughs> yeah. and whatever. Like or, they, can't did do they it. make money yeah. off. Although of it? they sure. made tons of sure. fucking yeah. money last year. They so. made a ton of money. True. So yeah. it's
1: hard to argue but, against but that. Again,
4: if you're going but, to be like, well, they did it for the money. Why isn't the theory that fucking Jeff Bezos organized it? He's the guy who made... Like, it wasn't fucking he Fauci so who made the money. most money yeah, off of this right. shit. It was the people... Yeah. It was like fucking because Tiger Jeff King. Bezos, and the fucking, yeah. Because
1: Jeff Bezos delivers your fucking... Face masks. I don't mean the good kind, like the protect you kind. I just mean whatever <laughs> things that you want delivered overnight. Your foot scrubs and your yeah, unit. My, my, my foot unit. massager
4: that I turn on when I mute my audio because Sophie gets mad if I have it That's going right. directly into the mic and she realizes it.
1: People <laughs> like Jeff Bezos. Um,
4: well, we also need, uh, you know, uh, people don't I, there's like a Jeff lot Bezos. of there's a
3: lot of resentment. Um and anger towards Fauci specifically, he's been yes. the face of this oh, yeah. for all year. So yeah. like, okay, well, there's an email that says like this. This other organization fund like was partially funded. Then they're gonna they're gonna make that connection. Uh, a lot of people want to go to war with China.
4: Um, well, that was cool. good I was idea. gonna ask
5: is it is it saber rattling uh, towards I, I antagonism?
4: Tw- I think it's I think it's. I mean like it depends racial on who you're talking and, to uh, and moral yeah. saber rattling I don't think any of them want to go to cuz war with China no, 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 is the no, end not of life on earth you know Oh yeah of
5: course mm. oh absolutely but, no, I, so I don't think course. anyone
3: legitimately
4: wants to go to war with China. But the posturing yeah. of it is but yes. the posturing like, yeah. and the blaming yeah. Yeah. for yeah. and all that yes. stuff yeah. it's um, just the only thing they know how to do and like you can't like you can't make it do that with Mexico anymore it just doesn't work people like didn't have the same cachet and it was like whatever uh they're not like it just isn't it it doesn't work as well for the fascists anymore so now we're freaking out about china and in another 10 years if there's still people they'll have found another thing to to screech about like Can't wait. like drunken hogs mm. um, um
1: uh this has been a fun tangent i want to before we run out of time yeah sorry sorry it back. Back. don't yeah, be yeah. sorry this was great great spirited convo. i appreciate you apologizing um, I just it's, like I, yeah. people
4: apologize yeah. to me. Um it makes me feel like a so you bring man. Canadian's on here, right?
1: I know, I just love the way you say sorry. Uh, I do. Better than uh, the
4: Pope. You know, it was it was fun. One of the first places I went outside the US, which was a bunch of Canadians. We all went down to Guatemala. And it was nice, nice. because Guada, a bunch of Canadian mining companies had just committed some horrible crimes against humanity in Guatemala, yep. and so That's everyone was do. angrier at the Canadians than they were at the Americans, which is not a thing you encounter often as a traveling <laughs> a nice American. Nice little
3: treat.
6: Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, no, I
4: fuck Canada, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, America rules. the c- America like? What's a country doing? that never <laughs> fucked with Guatemala. A, <laughs> a crumb of oppression, please. <laughs>
1: You mentioned wanting to uh, talk about some positive things.
3: Good spin. Good, mm-hmm. good yes,
5: yes. I, I, well, I try to do that, especially when I talk about things that are quite so abhorrent and dark. Um, it's it's okay. So it, it's quite similar to what has happened with um, Israel and Palestine, in that I uh, have been dealing with this kind of stuff most of my life, and I've been mm-hmm. dealing with the political stuff pretty. Pretty professionally for the last little while. And this year was probably the biggest shift I'd ever seen in terms of public discourse going towards uh, Israeli war crimes, for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm feeling a very similar thing in the undercurrent towards Canada's treatment of Indigenous peoples Mm -hmm. and perhaps the idea of people simply wanting autonomy over their own land, who, by the way, benefits all of us. Like, I don't know if everyone's read National Geographic's um, explore of all this, but apparently Indigenous peoples make up about 5% of the uh, the population globally and are responsible for 80% of the protection of biodiversity on the entire Mm -hmm. planet. I did not
1: know that, but I do believe that. Yes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. One of the things that's happening right now is kind of every living being on Earth uh, is 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 in the hands of a group of a bunch of indigenous militias in uh, Brazil, uh, Mm -hmm. Chile and Colombia who are trying to stop uh, the rainforest from being completely destroyed. Because if um, if just in the Brazilian Amazon, Bolsonaro succeeds in the amount of deforestation he has promised, it will release more carbon annually than the United States and China put together.
1: How can mm-hmm. they just... I just don't understand. You see how bad this is. They know what... Sorry,
4: but, but but money, Katie. Well, yeah. But money, yeah. do you want you a are, place you to are, live? You protect you're burners.
5: You gotta, yeah, exactly. I can but, buy but a it's, place it's, to live with but money, it's, but it's not it's not you. Do your kids or your kids' kids want a place to live? That's it's it's short term gains, right? Mm-hmm. So yes, they, they can clear out the rainforest, but they'll be fine. It's it's your children's children mm-hmm. who will not have a life on this planet, pretty much.
4: Yeah, because, but I mean, there's a pretty good chance they'll be dicks. Sure. True. I mean, do they really deserve
1: it at that point?
5: Yeah. They're Um, they're all going to be fail sons anyway uh at this point.
1: Anyway, we've taken it away from your positive spin, which really is positive (laughs) and I appreciate (laughs) (laughs)
5: um yeah And, and that is not only being seen obviously in the public discourse the overton window being shifted which is a beautiful thing to witness in real time but also within the legal legislations that's happening across this country there has been a number of incredible court cases that have been won in canada uh the most recent one and this is the biggest little uh you know straight up dose of opium i can give you is the squamish nation of british columbia won a massive land back settlement they won the most expensive Bougie, and I mean bougie in the pure sense, property of Vancouver. Property in Vancouver is the most expensive in North America right now. It's obscene how expensive it all is. This lot, like little plot of land is waterfront. Like we're talking two to $3 million houses on every single like little square that is there has been won by the Squamish Nation. And what they've decided to do with it is they're going to build low income housing for everybody, not just for indigenous people. Everyone can live there. On top of which they're doing it with complete green architecture and they're going to incorporate more living greenery in it than has ever been built on any apartment or complex in Canadian history. That's pretty rad. That's incredible. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's fucking sweet. isn't it and when you see the photos of this like their their plans have you ever seen those memes where it's like this is the future that communists want if not only for this one you know that future space world it it literally looks like that like it it like it is the pictures of apartments with all these like trees and animals all over them it is it is an absolute beautiful thing to see so if anyone listening to this wants to google that it'll it'll give you a little a little jolt of of happiness i think what is it again say the name of it uh, the squamish nation in british columbia yeah and you can look up you can google their their development plans in vancouver and you'll see uh news articles with the, the photos of it pop up and again they they look straight out of those memes it's like this
4: is the future that uh you know socialists want or something like that yeah or like this is the world if there were no lawyers oh whatever. wow thank yeah. you thank you. oh
1: yeah. it's beautiful isn't
4: it isn't yeah. it just yeah
1: yeah into it
4: mm-hmm
5: mm-hmm
1: I love that, and also oh, it's, that's it's
5: it's it's really cute that it's like it's not just for indigenous people. They're not like okay, we got the land back, and now it's our land. Now get the fuck off colonizers or anything like that. It's just straight up. We want to make low income housing for for everybody. Yeah, which oh, which goes goodness. to show you. Yeah, hey, there's a lesson yeah. there
3: about what's good. <laughs>
4: yeah Oh, Cody. Oh, Cody, Cody, Cody.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, Can you tell our listeners where they can find you, plug your stuff, et cetera?
5: Uh, Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, So I'm Lance of The Surf's TV. You can find us everywhere social media is sold at The Surf's TV. So twitter.com slash the TV. Uh, Instagram, uh, you know, twitch.tv slash TV, only fans slash the search Okay. Um, all, You've got all, all of the sites. All, all of them. We have them on lockdown. Um, and yeah, no, it was it was an absolute pleasure to be with all of you. Like I said, I've, I've been a big fan for a long time. Long, long time listener, first time caller.
1: Well, we'd well, love to have you back anytime.
4: We have a question we like to ask all of our guests before they leave. Oh, which we do? Is, If you had to fight a hippopotamus to the death, what is the oldest hippopotamus you think you could successfully take out barehanded?
5: What what's the age a hippo
4: reaches before dying?
1: That's my question. Right? I mean, oh. uh, they can
4: live. Old. They can live a decent amount. I mean, but they're going to be huge at that. Point. Forty to fifty. You, years, I would like. say yeah. You're going to have to drop a baby. to kill one.
1: How old before they are full grown? I
4: yeah. mean,
1: but, I'd say newborn. Oh, so so you're a newborn oh, so you're
4: for the babies. Well, yeah, I mean, if you if you want to kill a hippo, you... your best bet's a baby.
5: Uh, see, for me, I was thinking maybe a lethargic one that had, like, yeah. Alzheimer's or something and, and didn't understand yeah, what that was, that was happening. That, right, like on the top it. tier,
3: like a 58-year-old, something like that. Yeah. Or- you're, you're trying like, to hit it, like, and it keeps saying, by. who
1: are you?
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Choke it out while it remembers. <laughs> I'm
1: your <its> grandson. <laughs> this is before. not fun yeah. joking. <laughs> I don't like joking. <laughs> it's not a
4: joke, Katie. You need to think about these things.
5: Well, do you remember that viral question that popped up all over mm-hmm. the internet that was like, mm-hmm. uh, which, which animals could you successfully beat up? And everyone was like, Oh, I could take out an eagle, I could I could beat up a bear. When when I saw that, I was like, all of you are clowns. But then I saw that viral clip of, of the woman. Did you see the one who like was saving her cats? And she shoved that bear. Yes. She just shoves shoves the oh. bear. So oh. I, I was like,
3: whoa, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like with
1: just like part of her, not even both her arms. She's like, fuck off right. bear. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have amazing. to look this Bull up. And saved all her pets.
3: Well, they need to adjust that all, question all to be like, what animal can you
4: take if you had the power of mother?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, There's a great Any story
4: of from them. like yeah. 10 years ago uh, from a guy in British Columbia who was hiking with his dog. And I think it was a grizzly attacked him and his dog and he he beat it to death with a tree branch. Now it also tore most of his scalp off. Like it was oh. a pretty <laughs> But he did he did successfully take a bear on in a fight. Um so it's not yeah, impossible. You do. You do. <laughs> with a stick, apparently. <laughs> all right.
3: Good
1: to know. My dad what my dad has advised me, you just make yourself as big as possible, which I'm like, Really? You mm-hmm. see a bear or another animal.
5: Uh, You're supposed to make a lot of noise, right? Lot of noise. So a lot of I've noise.
1: So I've taken when I'm yeah. hiking by myself in wooded areas, I grab some big sticks with me. Get and a I, big stick. I click them. I'm. Uh, I'm. Um, I'm a warrior. It just makes me enjoy my time a little better to have some sticks. You could get one
4: of those
3: uh, coyote vests, but for a human <laughs> yeah, for me, a person, a you know, coyote, like, it's yeah. not a bad He's point. Spiky, spiky jacket.
1: Just full yeah. body armor. <laughs> yeah, workouts. Oh, anyway, oh yeah, so, Go. Sorry.
5: Oh, I was just going to quickly say before you leave, uh, I, I will say to any listeners, if you want to buy one of those orange shirts, uh, which they represent uh, the missing and murdered Indigenous children, uh, please buy them from Indigenous uh, retailers mm. and sellers. There's a big problem online right now of people uh, selling them who happen to just be like, you know, uh, white middle income Canadians. Cause they just mm. have to sell an orange shirt. Uh, please specifically buy them
3: from indigenous. Uh, don't, so don't get really them like JakePaul.com or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll try to find okay. one. Oh God.
1: Uh, we'll try <laughs> to find one. A uh, good, uh, unless you happen to have one, you can send us that we can. I can send uh, it. I can send you some links. We will know. share that on our social media as well.
4: Mm hmm. Very cool. Although we are sponsored by JakePaul.com Yeah.
1: Yep. Well, ah, yeah.
3: Yeah, but like we're not, yeah. you know. So that's another reason why we shouldn't hawk that. Like we hawk it's yeah. the website, not specific merch Robert no, knows just how much idiot. I hate
1: that joke.
3: I know. <laughs> I, joke I was I was
4: so I was good. really I was Would you prefer really if hoping was Logan Paul? Floyd um, Mayweather was gonna I give Kind of actually the, the boom boom Mancini treatment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dum,
1: dum, dum, <laughs> All right, that's uh, Lance, it. That's Lance, it thank for Thank you us. again. Thank you, Lance. Everybody.
3: No, no, thank, thank you all so much. It was an absolute yeah, pleasure. Thank you for listening da da da, to da the da people da 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 who are da listening. Goodbye. Everything's so dumb.
5: Everything's so dumb, and it's going to get dumber. Great. I tried. Yes. Daniel? Lovely.
1: Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: That's right.
6: ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here.
6: And I'm Austin Hankwitz.
2: We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a
1: podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks.